Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and it is definitely a good day. It is the beginning of May, and I am so excited. This is the month where I think we actually turn the corner on the weather, and I here, here in North Carolina, we are going to have a beautiful, sunny weekend. So I am so excited. And so this is the perfect opportunity for us to, as my daddy used to say, get it in gear. In fact, here at the Greer household, we actually are literally and figuratively going to get it in gear because my daughter, Caitlin, is going to turn 16 this very month of May, and she will get this wonderful rite of passage where she will get a car and she will have untold freedom Uh, which is really, really exciting for those of you who are like, oh, my gosh, aren't you worried about her getting a driver's license? Well, the answer would be, well, concerned, but not really worried because she's a very, very responsible young woman. And, you know, we have to take risk. And I'm not trying to be risky and put my daughter on the road. I mean, she's prepared. She's been gone to her driver's license courses, and she has been driving, uh, you know, in the seat next to me for over a year now, and uh, she has demonstrated that she is, like, ready to to transition, and so uh, we got to let her go. We got to let her drive, and those of you who are like me, I mean, I can remember the day that I got my driver's license. Oh, my. It was an Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and once I got those keys, it was just like everything shifted again, literally and figuratively, for me, uh, because it was actually a stick shift that that I was driving. And so for those of you who don't know how to drive a stick shift, I really suggest you learn to drive a stick shift. In fact, today, we're going to talk about, you know, how do we manually get our transmission engaged here? Uh, We're going to talk about that, like, in our own lives. You know, I, I see that people are very, very fearful about moving into new territory and taking on, you know, freedom that just awaits us out there. So just like my daughter is going to learn to uh, go out on the road and take care of herself and uh, drive around and get from place to place, uh, we too can learn to do that in our own lives. We can learn to, you know, get a destination in mind, get a vision for the future, and we can get ideas about what it's going to be like when we get there And we simply need to, you know, plug something into the GPS system, get ourselves a destination, get some fuel in the engine, and then press on the gas. So let's talk about today in our time together seven different questions that help you shift, right? So, for example, in your own life, you probably have this idea of something really fabulous you could accomplish this summer or in the next year of your life or perhaps in the next 10 years of your life. So you've got this destination in mind, but, you know, it's a commitment once you kind of lock it into the GPS. Now, the beautiful thing about a GPS system is a GPS system will, you know, use satellite to help you get going in the right direction. And unfortunately for our lives, we just can't plug in, you know, I'd like to be wealthy, rich, famous, and gorgeous, and it just takes us there. That's just not how it works. Uh, The way we need to do it is we need to map out our plan to get where we want to go. And so the first thing you need to understand is you need to ask yourself these seven powerful questions. And the first powerful question that helps us move toward our destination is, what are the shifts needed in order to get our life going in the right direction. So many, many people tell me, you know, I've got this dream. So, for example, you know, I work with folks, a lot of folks, 
who think they want to write a book um, or people who want to make a career transition. So let, let's talk about career transition today because I think that's really uh, a great subject matter and almost everybody is interested in moving their career in a new, new direction. So let's say that currently you're working in a role and you think this role is not challenging and you've got your eyes set on something bigger. So, for example, let's say that you're working inside of an insurance company and you, you know, handle um, files and do a lot of reporting and tasks around moving the insurance process forward. So more of a customer service role, but you believe that you would be somebody who could really move into leadership. And so if that's the case, and that's the case for many of us, you know, we, we go from wanting to be somebody who supports the situation to somebody who leads. So at that point, when you ask the question, what shifts are needed, this question opens up, you know, some thinking inside of your mind that reveals, you know, that you're valuing some different things. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to look within the organization that you're already in and then outside of the organization to see what opportunities are out there. So you've got to shift uh, into some different spaces here. So what shifts are needed? So the first thing in a career transition is you're going to want to uh, decide, you know, am I going to do an internal resume, um, have a conversation with my boss about the fact that I'm ready for more, uh, am I going to, you know, search the job listing internally at my organization, uh, see what's available, and then get some interviews going, some key interviews with people inside the organization to see if I might be qualified for, you know, these positions within my organization. Then on the flip side, I may need to get on Craigslist and get into the newspaper, go on to Indeed. Uh, everybody who's looking for a career transition needs to go to www.indeed.com. That's a great website. And look at what's out there and begin to see how am I going to have to get it in gear here. So typically... Uh, you're going to need to get your resume together and have different forms of it. And that's a whole other blog talk radio show. Uh, and then there's going to have to be this idea that, you know, if I'm going to shift uh, into a new career transition, I'm going to have to make time in my schedule to actually work on my career transition. So you're going to need to set apart, you know, actual appointment times with yourself where you'll do research for an hour, you'll put together resumes, and you'll actually set a goal for sending them out. So that is kind of the ideal behind what shifts are needed. So if I'm choosing career transition, definitely you've got to identify those are the shifts that I'm going to need to make. So the second question is, what are these shifts about anyway? So I think it's really important to get very, very clear on your why. You know, why am I going to kick this whole life of mine into a higher gear? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? So many people have different motivations uh, for their career transition. Their career transition may be that they, you know, they want, they need to make more money, which is a very valid career transition. So you're going to have to uh, get clear about, you know, why you need the money, where it would go, and uh, what purpose it would serve. The second thing that you need to get very clear about is, you know, why am I having these notions or these ideas that I want to move into a leadership role? Uh, what is that about? You know, maybe there's been a shift in your core values or um, there's been a shift in that, you know, you feel like your energy is stagnant, you need to learn something new, have a new experience. Um, could basically be that you're bored 
And so you need to create some excitement in your life and uh, move things forward in that way. So when you get very clear about the why behind your shifts, uh, you can move things forward in a powerful way because the why is really like putting fuel in the tank, right? Uh, When I'm powered by a really good reason, I'm, I'm able to move forward very, very quickly. All right. So the third question is, once I've decided that, you know, I want to do this career transition and I know my why, I'm very, very clear about why I want to do this. I want to earn more money. I want to get in a more exciting place. I don't enjoy my work anymore. I want to shift to something that's more exciting. You've got all that figured out. Now you're going to, to say to yourself, who needs to know about this shift that I want to make? And so you're going to need to take a look at who are the people that share your comfort zone. So in life, we have all these different relationships from our, you know, partner relationship to our extended nuclear family and then out into the world. We've got friends. We've got family. Uh, We've got to make sure that everybody in our lives knows that we are getting things in a different gear and that we're going to move things forward in a powerful, powerful way. And the reason is is because when you move from your comfort zone to your learning zone, the people that have overlapping comfort zones with you, they are going to feel, you know, you kick it into a higher gear, and this is going to alarm them. (laughs) So they need to know, hey, I'm making this shift, and it may affect you in these ways. So it's really important to sit down and think about, okay, these are the changes I'm going to make and how they're going to affect the people in your life. Now, at some level, depending on your relationships, you're going to need to ask for permission Um, or you're going to have to get some kind of commitment that they're willing to shift into a different uh, mode with you. You know, in a career transition, it may be that you end up moving to a different area, uh, that you change your hours that you're going to be working, uh, that you are going to, um, you know, require some kind of schooling or travel, and all of those are the things uh, that other people need to know about your shifts that you're about to make. All right, so question number four is, what happens when you decide you want to make these shifts in your life, but then you have skeptics or people who are going to create an obstacle for you to move forward? Uh, so this is really important. You know, you, you can have the, the fastest car, the, the full gas tank. You can have your GPS locked in. You could be headed in the right direction. But then, you know, somebody can come along and put up a roadblock. And that can really, really be disheartening, and it can, you know, of course, slow you down. So, you know, you're going to have to get yourself ready to talk with the folks who are going to create roadblocks and uh, be skeptical of of your plan. So, you know, I've said this once before. I'll say it again. Uh, When I decided to go back to school, I would tell people I was so excited about going back to school, and I would tell people I'd do this, and so many people were skeptical. You know, why are you doing that? You know, you're 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 old enough. You know enough. You don't need to go back to school. Uh, so I had to be prepared. You know, and 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 take on these skeptics and 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 be prepared to understand that people are going to throw up roadblocks and question your thinking. While while it can be very helpful and create a cause to pause, the important thing to understand is is you you got to go right back to that why. Why am I doing this? So that you're really prepared to take on the folks that are going to get in your way as you're trying to move your transition forward. All right, so then the next question, question number five, is after you have 
figured out the shift you're going to make, you know what the shifts are, you've labeled them, and you know who you need to talk about, you've got, you know, yourself prepared for anybody who's going to throw up a roadblock, the next thing you need to do is think about what is the timing. So how long is this process going to take, and what are my goals? So uh, this always goes back to the idea of getting written down, measurable, well-articulated, realistic goals in place. And so you need to map out what you're going to do. So if you're a career transition, you know, uh, it, typically a career transition t- can take anywhere from, you know, six months to a year, especially if you're going to reinvent yourself. And, you know, next week I'm going to talk about reinventing yourself. Uh, so tune in next week at 7.30 on Friday. Um, but this timing is really, really important. So you're going to have to draw out a timeline and keep yourself accountable for those dates. And then six, number six, is who can help me move forward. So, gosh, here's the thing. In a career transition, you need help. You cannot do this thing by yourself. And so uh, you're going to have to invite people to come alongside you. So make a list of five people that you can call that could help you move through this transition, who could help you get yourself in gear, you know, people who've traveled the same road and understand where you're headed. And then finally, uh, once you have, you know, interviewed your people, you've got a written down timeline, you know what you're going to say to the skeptics, and you know what shifts you're going to make, you've got all of this information and you've been in the process for about 30 days, you need to re-evaluate where you're headed. And that is number seven. So now that I've done this for about, you know, 30 days, what is next? Where should I regroup? So... That's 15 minutes on how to get your get it in gear. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach. Tune in next week. We're going to reinvent ourselves. May 22nd is the Shine Retreat. Sign up now at vibrantcoaching.com. Have a wonderful weekend.